You're listening to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast, episode number four. Welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. Brought to you by We Promote Property, the real estate agent's marketing assistant. Now here's your host, James Mackay. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast brought to you by We Promote Property. I'm your host, James Mackay, and this is the podcast for real estate agents who want to know all about the new trends and tips for real estate marketing. I'm very excited about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Angela Mogridge, and we're going to explore how and why consistency is the key with branding for real estate agents and for agencies. Branding is consistent, clear, and concise. We're also going to explore Angela's story and some of the really amazing things she has accomplished with branding for clients in all sorts of different industries. This is going to be part inspirational and part tactical, and I think you're really, really going to love it, so stick around. I also want to remind you that you can always contact me directly by emailing james at wepromote.com.au. If you have any questions or suggestions, go ahead and drop me a line. So with that, let's move on to today's awesome book of the week. This week, I want to tell you about a book called Rework by Jason Fried, F-R-I-E-D, who started the online project software company Basecamp, which gets about 4,000 users every week. Rework is very easy to read. In fact, some might call the writing style simplistic. As a kid, my family had a fridge magnet that read, only dead fish swim with the stream. And that's the overall theory of this book, set your own path, and don't do what everyone else is doing. Otherwise, you'll be average. This book has relevant content for real estate agents because it talks about how to become more productive, how to get more exposure on the cheap, and some counterintuitive ideas to help business processes. So it's called Rework by Jason Freed. Okay, let's transition over to that awesome interview with Angela Mogridge. I'm very excited to be joined today by Angela Mogridge. If you don't know who Angela is, she's the co-founder and director of creative agency Ruby6, a company that does design, digital marketing work for dozens of companies. Ruby6 worked on QR National's rebrand to Horizon and includes Mountain Designs, Tiger Air, and Ray White as clients. Now, successful branding is achieved over time, not overnight. And Angela Mogridge is here to tell us why consistency is the key. Once you establish a persuasive, simple message, you must stick with it and continue to deliver that message time and time again. When you think about it, most brands that you know and love have stood the test of time. Angela is a branding expert. She helps all sorts of companies achieve their goals through design, positioning, and messaging. Angela has always had a passion for branding and positioning, and is on the tweeting machine, at Angela Mogridge. 
Angela, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me here today. So today, Angela and I are going to explore the concept of branding and how consistency is so important for real estate agents. Brand consistency plays a critical role in establishing an agent's presence both on and offline. So Angela, you're in a lift and you need to convince a real estate agent that they need to worry about branding. Elevator pitch, go. In today's marketplace, there are more platforms to convey your brand message than ever before, making it really difficult to remain consistent. From smartphones, apps, and mobile websites to social networks like Facebook and Twitter, the face of marketing has changed drastically. To give potential buyers and listings a clear depiction of your brand, you must deliver a cohesive message across all advertising channels. Ding! Oh, we just made it to the top floor and I am convinced. Okay, so consistency in branding, you've just laid it out. Why should I do it? That's great. Now, we all know about branding. Tell us about the benefits of branding for a real estate agent. Well, real estate is a highly competitive market, as we all know, and the aim of the game is to stand out and stay top of mind. Right. So those agents with consistent, relatable, and personable branding are usually the ones that get the best results. Now, you mentioned personable branding. What's the difference between personable branding and personal branding? That's a really good question. Personable branding uh, relates to how the people can relate to you um, and the key message that you're portraying. And personal branding comes down to anything from the way that you present yourself, the way you talk, the way you speak, um, and even what cologne that you wear. Oh, okay then. So what else do we need to worry about with the benefits of branding? Well, great branding will ensure people will remember you um, when they need to sell their house and trust you uh, when they're buying from you, which is super important. So talk to us about trust. What do you mean? What's something that you might do that might ruin that trust? Uh, well, we've all seen some uh, social media mishaps. Um, everything that uh, you, you do on social media will be analysed. So people will check you out before they actually interact with you. So make sure, yeah. sure that every touch point uh, they, is building trust and not wrecking your trust. Right. Uh, do we have any examples of, of what a unique voice might be? Well, I think an agent really needs to think about how they can stand out and find their unique voice. Okay. And what do you mean by unique voice? Well, just the other day, I saw an agent uh, creating a promotional video and a one-page website um, purely to promote himself as the guy to go to for the top-end products, um, which makes him unique. And okay. yeah, if I wanted to buy a top-end unit, um, he'd definitely be the person I'd be wanting to go to. Or, uh, or list a top-end unit. Absolutely. So, okay, branding. Um, what elements would be included under the definition of branding because it's, you know, it's an airy-fairy term um, bandied around. Oh, you've got to have branding and branding this and name ID. But why don't you tell us what elements are included? Branding can relate to any touch point customers would come into contact with, such as DL flyers, newspaper ads, PR stories, billboards, business cards, video presentations, and even those for sale signs at the front of properties. Okay, so it's essentially anything that has the real estate agent name, logo, and other key, uh, other key messages on. That's right. So if you covered up certain elements of those marketing collateral pieces, would they all still resonate the same message and um, and communicate the same thing? Gotcha. Yeah. 
So uh, are there any other things that we need to think about um, elements under branding? Yes, yeah, so once you've considered all the touch points, it's vital to make sure that your key message is clear and concise and that the marketing collateral's look and feel is consistent across all those touch points. All right, now that's that's really important what you've just said there because branding doesn't just have to be words, does it? No, that's right. Branding can also be visual in terms of the colours and the photos as well. So what you're saying is that you wouldn't use a colour photo in one thing and a black and white for another or two different photos or anything like that. That's correct. You just want to reinforce that message. Absolutely. Right, okay. Now, um, larger agencies have guidelines for their agents. The smaller ones have a little bit more flexibility. doesn't necessarily mean they should go and have uh, 100 different things because we're talking about consistency. So how can agents work within the corporate guidelines set down by the agencies? Well, a real estate agent is a brand within a brand. So the good thing about that is the visual hard work is usually done for you by the agency. So things such as color palettes, typeface, logo usage and image styling is already created by the agency. And that would include things such as here's a logo to use on the web, here's a logo to use in print. Absolutely. So you don't use the wrong one in the wrong spot. That's correct. Gotcha. Um, what else have you got? You can also draw upon internal resources within the agency, such as DL flyer templates and other previously created collateral to stick within the constraints of the brand and create the marketing collateral you need easily and efficiently. So let's just talk about that. Um, previously, they had their DL flyer templates done up. They've got brochures. If they have a new listing, they drop in the text, they drop in the photos and so on and send it off to their favorite printer. But what if they don't have time to do that themselves? Yeah, absolutely. That, just because the templates are available doesn't mean you have to do them yourself. You can contact um, any graphic design services um, or, or design agencies and they can set this up for you. Okay. Now, you're, you're talking about uh, consistency, but then you also said a unique message. Um, what do we do with parameters? Well, I would still advise to play within the parameters, but have some sort of license to bring out your own personality. Okay, that makes sense to me. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's a tough, it's a competitive game, real estate. Most of the time, agents aren't flush with the extra cash because they work on tight margins. A lot of vendors uh, choose not to want to pay for their marketing. What are some tricks that agents can use for consistent agent branding as opposed to consistent agency branding and um, for marketing on a budget? Well, I think the first step would be to set a marketing budget. Most people sort of miss that vital step. So set aside a certain percentage of your income for marketing activities each quarter. So we're not talking specifically marketing a particular product. We're talking about ongoing marketing. Yes, that's correct. So yeah. do you know of a, could you suggest a percentage or have you seen percentages previously or anything like that? I've been sort of hearing that the, the rule of thumb is around about 20% of your income is, to, is a good amount to put aside for marketing. Okay. Now, of course, that doesn't just include advertising. It also includes promotions and um, material and public relations and so on, doesn't it? Absolutely. So once you've, once you've set the budget, then work out what marketing activities you can do within this budget. How many flyer drops can you do? What billboards will you do? What other promotions, etc. All right. So let's talk about getting the most bang out of your marketing buck. 
What would do you have four tips that we can give to real estate agents on getting the most bang for their buck? Yeah. Well, I would say utilize your agency's in-house staff first and foremost. So if you've got an in-house PR person, get them to see if they can get you a free newspaper article. Um, my second tip would be utilize social media. Social well, media. Yeah. Is- so, so I was just going to say that social media is, you know, has massive potential for real estate agents and it's very low cost, isn't it? Um, can you give us an example of what they might do on social media? So they can do anything from posting um, a, a listing or something that they've just sold to... To spread that message? Yes. And that should be done basically daily, really, shouldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. So third tip? University students will sometimes be happy to take on design jobs for free in return for the experience. So uh, if, you, if you're a little bit tight on budget, you could approach a design sector of, say, QUT, and they might be able to whip up some designs for you. All right. And um, you've just got to make sure they keep them within your branding consistency guidelines, right? right? absolutely. Don't let them go off and be little designers coming up with their own creations. Yes, you'll have to be the brand custodian there and direct them as to you see fit. All right, now, drum roll. What's the fourth point on how to save money or getting the most bang out of your marketing buck? So I would say that don't waste money on things that just really aren't going to work. So really know your area. For example, don't put a flyer in a letterbox saying list your house into the letterbox of somebody that is renting. Okay, so right, of course. So if you're using Australia Post or Salmat, you don't really get that option. But real estate agents could be doing 400 houses either side of a new listing. But they should, what you're saying is they should do a bit of a uh, recce on the um, data that they've got available and only letterbox drop, only door knock the houses. Yes, absolutely. If, you, if you're if you tight on the budget, you can't afford wastage. All right. Now, we've got four great tips there and the some tricks for consistent branding on a budget. From here, what do they do? Well, the next step would be to think about what that key message is going to be. What images, what photographs, um, how are you going to bring it all together? Gotcha. Angela, you've been doing this for a long time. You've been running Ruby 6 for many years now. Yeah. Uh, you're doing branding and graphic design and so on. You must have seen some great bloopers over the years. Do you want to share with us some of the worst mistakes you see agents doing that erode their brand? Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, we still see a lot of typos going on. Um, low resolution images. Both of which are really easy to fix, aren't they? I absolutely. mean, that, that takes a, a glance. Yeah, it's just a small end step. Just make sure you don't miss that one. All right. What else? Um, we see people forgetting their key messages or, or a call to action. Uh, I've seen a sign uh, a sign that actually didn't have a phone number on it. Big boo-boo there. Well, that's a real waste of, a real waste of um, putting a sign up, isn't it? Absolutely. The other thing is um, we see things, uh, marketing collateral that is created for the wrong demographic or it's marketing to the wrong type of clientele. So well, give us an example of a good one. Well, recently I saw a, uh, an agent in Paddington actually who positions, positions himself as the townhouse specialist, which is perfect for that area. Obviously, you wouldn't want to be doing that if you were sort of in a Sydney eastern where, Right, because it's more large house for a family That's or something right. like that. Yes. Okay. Uh, more bloopers? These are fun. <laughs> Well, um, I also see people trying to create a bit of a quirky point of difference and sometimes they just get a little bit too silly. So don't be too silly whilst trying to be unique. 
be true to yourself. Yeah, that's important, isn't it? Absolutely. And the last thing I think is is quite a funny one is uh, don't get drunk in, in the place that you work. So huh, why not? <laughs> so many times you might see your age, uh, an agent out and uh, they might be getting a little bit too boozed and it's not really a good look. Well, you work hard, you party hard, but you've got to do it in the right spots, right? Absolutely. Now, larger agencies have things called brand style guides. Uh, small, growing and independent agencies may not have got around to having these developed because they don't have the staff. So tell us what a brand style guide is and tell us why it can be so effective. Sure. Well, a style guide is a document that provides guidelines for the way your brand must be represented. That might include visual styles, rules defining the way the brand will look, as well as language styles influencing the way the brand will sound or read. Okay. What do you mean by sound? How can a brand be influenced by sound and read? Is that just the way you write? Yeah, well, an example could be don't write a headline all in capitals. It just makes you look cheap and desperate. Okay, so if you're positioning yourself as a more boutique agency or higher end, you want to make sure that your writing doesn't have all caps and as title case or something like that yes. as an example. Yeah. All right, all right. And obviously the rules are intended to ensure that consistency of your presentation. So um, keep going with telling us about a brand style guide. If your agency doesn't already have one, design agencies like ours can create one for you quickly and easily. Okay. And what's your design agency called? Ruby6. Ruby6. Okay, good. That's a nice plug. Alrighty. Now let's go through and talk about some quick wins that agents can have with their marketing. Once they get off the podcast, what can they do in the next seven days? All right, in the next seven days, I would suggest get that budget and action plan into place. Do a little bit of marketing every day. Okay, let me stop you there. A little bit of marketing every day. Give me one example of something that a real estate agent can do every day. Every day, I would make sure that at least they would jump on social media and simple as putting a listing up every day or sending an SMS to one of your clients saying happy birthday. Perfect. I love that. I would also suggest to do a campaign such as Just Listed or Just Sold to stay top of mind. Can you tell, tell me what you mean by a campaign like that? Do you mean they should go and get a DL printed uh, for, for a house that they've just sold and, and letterbox drop it or, or something else? Am I on the right track there? Yep, that's, that's things that I've definitely seen before. So DL flyers are quite popular. Also, I've seen a lot of SMS um, marketing where I get okay. a text message saying Just Listed or Just Sold and I think those are quite effective as well. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned earlier, utilize the in-house uh, staff, so in-house PR to get some free stories in newspapers and uh, things like the Village News. But if you don't have in-house PR, that doesn't mean you shouldn't try and do it. It's not hard to whip up a press release, is it? That's correct. If you can just whip up a really quick press release and there'll be templates online and submit those into your local newspapers, they'll more, more than likely pick them up. You've just got to figure out the angle for the, uh, for the newspaper to care about it. That's right. So it comes back to that initial thing of find your unique voice and key message. All right. What else can we do in the next seven days? Um, I've, I've also seen some agents doing some charity work. So um, that's sort of a nice way. It's, it's a win-win. So let's start that one again. All right. What else can agents do in the next seven days? They could do some charity work. Okay. Well, I saw – that's interesting you should say that. I saw an agency – 
a couple of weeks ago, I think, sponsoring National Tree Day in their area. So they were, I, I assume, buying the plants. And even if they didn't, they had their branding on it. So That's it looked great. as though they were really helping. That's Any other examples? Yeah, I saw a, um, a situation recently where an agent actually donated a coffee machine to a school, even including the, uh, the coffee beans. Why would they do that? It had their branding all over it, so as all the uh, teachers in the staff room were there making a coffee, they would see the, the agents. Gotcha. And, and I guess if it's if they've donated the coffee and the machine and they still charge for coffee, then the school can use it as a fundraising mechanism. Absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty smart. I like that. So let's talk about uh, anything else we've got in the next seven days. You could also change your email signature to something a little bit enticing or something that's relevant to what you're doing at the moment. So not just have... First name, last name, phone number. Yes. So while we're talking about email signatures, why don't we talk about social media? What do agents need to do for social media in the next seven days? If they don't already have social media pages set up, a professional agency like ourselves uh, can set those up for them. So another thing to consider is what social media platforms should they be on? There's right. no point being on something like Snapchat, for example, for the, real estate agents. Is Tinder classed as social media? Well, I don't know. Right. <laughs> right. We'll move, we'll move, along, move along from that. What move else have we along. got? Um, I would definitely recommend to get out there. Word of mouth marketing is free and so important. So word of mouth marketing, uh, as an example, the guy who donated the coffee machine to the school mm-hmm. could rock up, and I'm assuming it's not just in the staff room, on event days they might use it as a fundraiser, so he could rock up at 2.30 on uh, a school day and start handing out brochures to the parents, telling them, hey, look, we donated this coffee machine. Make sure you use it to its full potential. Yeah, absolutely. Just tying that all in together and, and giving him that sort of presence in the area um, is perfect. Yeah, okay. So I, I want to throw one in there. Um, why don't they try and get themselves on local radio or on a podcast? Oh, there you go. Absolutely. Seems like a great way to get there. Name out there. Yep. Uh, you just got to find the relevant podcast, right? Absolutely. Okay. What else? The other simple thing to do is make sure you hand a business card to everybody that you meet. So you should have a business card with you no matter where you are. All the time. Social events, work events, everywhere. You never know when you're going to bump into somebody that needs to buy or sell. All right. Now, what about on a, a signage basis or something like that? What, what can you chuck our way as a piece of... In, uh, <laughs> All right. Now, what about signage? Is there anything we can do in the next seven days for signage or uh, exposure? Get some car signage. Um, Become a driving billboard. That's a very, very cost-effective way to get out there. Yeah, those cars that have real estate branding all over them really stand out, don't they? Yeah, they really do. And I've actually grabbed a phone number and called them. Do you know, I saw a really cool thing on one of those cars. They had a little plastic uh, container, I guess, or tray, sort of double-sided taped to um, just under their door handle. Oh, yes. And they had their business cards in them. Ooh. So they wouldn't fly out while they were driving, but people could come and get one out. It's taking it to the next level. I thought that was really smart. That's great. Yeah. All right. So we're coming to the end of our podcast. We've gone through, we've talked about why consistency in branding is important. We've talked about the elements of branding. We've talked about corporate guidelines and how uh, agents can get some free... Um, or cheap tricks for consistent branding on a budget. He told us some great bloopers, which was fun, and gave us some tips moving forward for the next seven days. If people listening, if the real estate agents listening want to talk to you about some 
rebranding or corporate guidelines or anything like that, what do you recommend they do? I would love to speak to them about that type of stuff. So feel free to check out the website at ruby6.com.au or send me a personal email at Angela at ruby6.com.au. Great. Now, Angela, as we sign off, the quirky fact about you that I found out is that you used to be the lead cellist at school. <laughs> I can't believe you found that information. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Mogridge from Ruby6, thanks so much for joining us here on the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.wepromote.com.au.